0: Hi guys, welcome back to the latest edition of Pull the Pin, the Grenade podcast with me, Alan Barrett. And this week, we've got a super special guest, none other than vlogging superstar... One of the top bloggers in the UK, smiling. He knows it's him. <laughs> it's only it's only Alfie Days. Alfie, welcome. Thanks for having me. <laughs> oh no, thanks for coming. We're amazed you accepted. To be honest, everyone, everyone else t- everyone else turns us down. So uh, yeah, we 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 suckered you. We suckered you. The it's imaginations run wild. Just, yeah, I'm not quite sure I've grown up yet. <laughs> <laughs> the irony of the whole thing here is that I'm a radio DJ and I have a business degree. <laughs> so no, like every shop
1: in the local area was trying to sue me for lots of footfall for like oh. 15 grand yeah.
0: and Go bankrupt in style. It was amazing because it's just so different from anywhere else I've travelled. I would traveled i All apologize right. to the fans you'd not like to get a sensible answer from either of us. Uh, thanks so much. I mean, where do we start? What a what a career. Amazing. Um, so tell us a bit about yourself, tell us a bit about your 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 blog. You've now got 42 trillion followers and, <laughs> and growing. Um you know, where where did it start? You're one of the best-known bloggers in the UK, mm. you 15 years old, I think. how did you get going?
1: So I started like 2009 mm-hmm. um on YouTube when YouTube wasn't really known for you didn't people. invent
0: YouTube did you no no okay just no. checking
1: um, unfortunately not that would, that would have been a good one that would have been a very yeah. good one um but no when I start like basically YouTube back then was more or less just like cat and dog videos and like viral <laughs> videos of you sharing like, oh look at this cute baby laughing and then you share it email it to your friend um but there was like a really small selection of people that were making like content just for YouTube regularly um and I watched those people a little bit and then I just thought why not give it a go myself? Yeah. And I just tried it out, got my little family holiday camera, put it on a stack of books in my room, wait till everyone was at the house. And then I filmed my first video, which was me playing Monopoly by myself.
0: Really? Yeah. And that and that was well received. Uh, I don't Actually, think how it was well Monopoly I, think, by I
1: persistence <laughs> and persistence over the first year made it more well received.
0: Um yeah. like that that video didn't get any views probably got like 10 views or something okay I mean I I can't imagine why but (laughs) when you play Monopoly by yourself do you still cheat because I do
1: yeah I probably do yeah I probably do just defeat the object doesn't it on video actually
0: (laughs) cheating in Monopoly
1: my family have a video of me pretending to go to the toilet once and taking money from the bank as I leave
0: when I was young no one would play any board game or anything with me at all just because of the 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 cheating would you get away with it um Yeah, I was quite good at it, to be fair, but then I'd win very convincingly and then they'd try and work out retrospectively how i cheated. I actually, I was such a little shit when I was a kid, I actually sold my sister... Her own bedroom furniture, <laughs> no, yeah, for three didn't. quid. I did for no, three quid. I, I'm not making it no, up. Yeah, for didn't. three quid. Yeah, for three quid. So I I, I stole it, <clears throat> sold it back to her for three pounds. Did which, she know it was hers? Yeah, she, she knew. No she choice. knew. She knew it was hers. Had no choice. Held a ransom, and um, yeah, and then and then I used the money to I I spent it on an arcade. I spent the whole lot on Operation Wolf. And what did your friends and your parents think of you doing this? Because yeah. back then. You know, be, you know, it's like with peer pressure and stuff. Did all your friends take the piss? Did they think it was weird? Or did you have no friends and that's why you started blogging? I had a lot of friends. i and... will take your word for that. <laughs> <laughs> People are going to write in now and go, no, we didn't. Yeah, definitely didn't. No, <laughs> well, did. We're going to need proof. We'll need proof you actually had friends. What?
1: Please, for anyone who's friends with me in school, can you comment? Please comment. Please. Yeah. Um, I bet we get
0: two.
1: <laughs> what was I going to say? Yeah, so... Because I did it and I didn't tell anyone because it was like YouTube was not as popular. It's a bit of a weird thing to be doing. Yeah, okay. I didn't want my family to know. I didn't want my friends to know. So I made videos for probably like a year without anybody knowing. Oh, that's interesting. Okay. And, and I for had, that reason, really, because
0: you worried what they think. you worried what people would say. Yeah, because it wasn't what it is now. No, no, fair enough. So like yeah. right now, okay. the mindset
1: is like, oh, but what's wrong with doing that kind of thing? Yeah, like, it's yeah, so yeah. popular now. But yeah. back then it was so weird and niche to be doing like why would you want to talk to a camera like who's watching you do you know what I mean if your friends aren't watching then who's watching and why do you want those random people watching yeah
0: you? it makes sense um
1: so i did it for like a year and i i think i had 1,600 subscribers on youtube which back then it was a big. lot yeah. yeah it was a lot back then <clears throat> like the number one on the platform probably had a million if that maybe okay. half a million and i went to the cinema once with five friends of mine and these three boys came up and they were like oh, my God, can we get a picture? And it was the first time it ever happened to me. And I was like, this is crazy. I was like, this is insane. I don't know what to do. And all my friends are like, what the heck is going on? Like, why do they want a picture with you? Because they didn't know I make videos. Of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was like, I think the best thing to do here, can you explain to my friends why you want a picture with me? So that I like, then I don't have to explain it myself. Yeah, good, good, cool. So what strangely happened was my friends found out about the weird thing I was doing in the most coolest situation possible. So they couldn't rinse me because people were stopping me in the street knowing who I was. So it was successful. Okay. So it was like, what you're doing is really weird and niche, but you must be doing well at it because you're now getting stopped in the street. So we kind of can't rinse you for it.
0: And what were the chances of some of these subscribers and viewers? The fact that they were kind of local. Crazy. But I guess that's why they started following anyway, because they realised you were fairly local to them. Yeah, I don't know. Okay. It was just so weird, but...
1: The most, the best scenario of people finding out, like it wasn't like somebody stumbled across a video and then people were like laughing, being like, "Yo, this is weird, what are you doing?"
0: They were, they were taste videos, weren't they? You said you were doing stuff online. They weren't, you were clothed.
1: <laughs> <laughs> they were me playing Monopoly. Okay. Quite the opposite. Yeah, okay. the only one was Monopoly. All the others were just like, I don't know, me just chatting about topics. Okay. Me just kind of, I suppose, like a podcast, but super short. Me just talking about topics that interest me to nobody because i didn't really have many people watching and i didn't know the people
0: watching okay because they weren't friends or anything because nobody knew do you find that now that you're have you had fans become friends and have you had and more importantly yeah. i guess have your friends kind of become fans because i've noticed that now with with grenade where just i'm just me and i've had the same set of friends i'm generally quite good at keeping in touch with people yeah. so and i've got friends from all walks of life and you know i used to be a unqualified gym instructor back sort of 20 years ago and all the all the guys that trained at that gym, you know, I'm still still friends with. But I find a lot of they they kind of turn into fans and it makes you feel a bit uncomfortable because it does it does that put pressure on your friendship as such. Do that they look at you differently?
1: I don't think they look at me differently. I think I've definitely had like people that watch the videos that because because my videos are so much about my life. I filmed it every day of my life for like four and a half years. Oh wow. So because of that people do online really know me for me. So I have definitely made friendships for sure. Yeah, 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 And like some of my like really good friends I've met via YouTube from watching each other's videos. Um, the only time I'd say that it's happened when like friends are fans, I wouldn't say fans, but sometimes like a friend will come over to my house and be like, oh, can I grab a glass of water and know exactly the cupboard to go to. Oh, and then, I'll, and then okay. I'm like, and then they're like, well, I've seen your videos so many times you've got to get that. That's yeah. where you get your glasses from. And I like it it because it's just them, like, supporting, like, just being interested, seeing what I'm up to. But, like, sometimes there'll be tiny little signs where I'm like, you've been watching the videos, haven't you? It's when they know where your underwear (laughs) drawer is. But I guess so many people put so much of their life online now that people just know from Instagram stories and stuff what everyone's up to. Yeah, of
0: course. And what did your parents think then? So, again, you said you didn't tell them. Yeah. When they found out did you yeah. tell them did they find out were they supportive do you think it's weird because for instance you know my parents mm. they don't really know what I do they're very really, proud really? yeah they'd be proud of me no matter what I did if I would just went out and they just they'd know you've got custom M&Ms yeah they know I've got cus- like, custom customised <laughs> grenade they actually don't know that but they will now <laughs> uh customised grenade M&Ms that's a separate topic guys um but y- yeah my you know my dad always worked for himself worked really hard yeah and he just kind of didn't really have any aspirations for me. He didn't like me going to the gym, for instance, because he thought really? a lot of people there were a bad influence when I was 15. And he was absolutely right. The gym was full of criminals. So he was completely right there to try and keep me away from the gym. But they'd have been proud, I think, no matter, no matter what I'd done. But, yeah, they, they you know, I send them pictures of our warehouse and thousands of pallets. And, of course, you know, they go into Holland and Barrett or Marks and Spencers and, and you know, they go, go anywhere. And it's yeah, bad. and and they go up to, like, the cashiers. And, and they they take the product up to the cashier and go, our son owns this, he made this. And they go, Great, do you want to buy it. They're like, no, 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 because we can get them for free. And <laughs> then must really irritating if you work in yeah. a shop. But they're in their 70s. So so what did your parents think? Were they kind of horrified? Were they supportive? Were they pleased? Didn't understand?
1: So I was in like, I'm trying to think when they when it was like when they found out. I was probably in like year 10 or
0: 11. Mm-hmm. So and they I must have wondered what so you were I doing in your bedroom amazing. all that time. In. Not what they thought you were doing, probably. Yeah,
1: like I'm out there <laughs> editing videos. <laughs> and um I'm they were always super, super supportive. They were, I can't remember the moment of them like knowing or finding out. I mm-hmm. can't remember that moment. Well,
0: what do they do? What What are their jobs? What were the jobs? So
1: my dad, both of them are t- retired now. Okay. So mum managed a team of social workers. Okay. Um, for like thirty years, and my dad ran ICT for LSE University. Okay. Like very academic, ran all the ICT for like the Great Britain's police as well and okay. stuff previously. So very like. Went to Oxford early, like a year early and stuff. Okay. It very just straight academic. Um, So, this is obviously like the complete opposite. This is just like super creative, no particular, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't, uh, like in college, I did chemistry, maths, biology, and geography, like the complete opposite from like film okay. and media and stuff. Oh, wow, okay. Um, but, but I
0: guess if your mum was like doing social work and stuff, I guess she yeah. understood kind of an element of community and Definitely. educating people Definitely. and helping people in a sense of community. Yeah. So, and I, and I guess that's really all online stuff is. It's just just a, a different form of, of, of community. Yeah. And I guess must be blown away by what what, what, what you do now. Super
1: proud, love it, love getting involved. They understand everything about it. Like, my dad, especially, is just so interesting, just loves it, just knows everything about it. Okay. Um, always helped out with like, financial advice and stuff and yeah i think because i've been doing it for so long i've been doing it over 10 years now Mm -hmm. Is like i remember like having a chat with them like i need to start missing some college classes because i'm going to go and help youtube design and build out their app because they didn't have a mobile app at the time okay and they're like okay it's getting serious now kind of thing like yeah we don't mind you missing and and the fact
0: you kind of i suppose you know, fell into this, lots of people do. And, yeah. I, and I'm a really big believer, I think, in all the best stuff in life, whether you know, it's what, what you've done and what you do, and then certainly, you know, how we got started. And then, you know, even like, you know, the guys at Gymshark and, mm-hmm. um, you know, a lot of the adventurers we work with and, um, you know, Steve Bartlett from Social Chain, they all kind of just fell into doing something they love yeah. and just somehow made a career out of it. But all organically, and i'm and i i'm a big believer I think in all the yeah. best things happen organically you can steer things a bit when you kind of get on the on the path um but I guess obviously you just never never look back in terms of you know what would you have done if this hadn't taken off yeah. what, what what do you think what would have you done at sixteen seventeen so I went to college and i i i got i
1: applied for uni and got offered an unconditional because of the videos I showed them the videos as my like interview. okay um which then only aided for me to be able to spend more time doing it because they were like, you don't need grades, so we've offered you the position off really? the back of the videos. Yeah, oh, so wow, I was like, okay. okay, now I can then spend more time making these videos. But I guess, like, what you're saying about the passion is, like, n- you're n- nobody's going to put in the amount of time and effort 24-7 a day like you do into mm-hmm. a grenade unless it's a passion.
0: Yeah, you've got to love it. So yeah, yeah like
1: the people that you're speaking about are, that have made their passion into a job but that it only works because it's a passion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know yeah. what I
0: mean? Like And, and I get I guess, you know, and and we'll we'll come on to sort of success and what defines success and stuff in a minute because I think all the all the network I'm kind of talking about, you know, including myself, we never really consider ourselves as being successful because it doesn't really enter your head you're just doing something that you love. People get benefits out of it and you, you I think uh, for me, I don't know if it's the same with you, hasn't quite sunk in yet. Has it actually sunk in? Because you're only sort of, Are you still 25? 26. 26. Yeah, okay. Has yeah. it actually, do you ever wake up and just think, I don't quite know how I found myself here, but I, I like it. And it, has it sunk in or I suppose you don't know I'm different now? I, I don't think it's sunk in. I okay. definitely don't think that's it's nice sunk though, in. That's nice though. That's a nice
1: trait. I think I'm just, I just wake up every day and I'm like, shit, I get to do something I love every day. Yeah. Like yeah. every day I'm genuinely doing something that I love and I always remind myself how fortunate I am to be in that position of just enjoying what I do day in yeah. day out. Because you could lucky. be up
0: breaking rocks yeah, <laughs> for, yeah for, a, for a I mean. living.
1: And that's so, so bloody lucky to have to do that.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's, it's great to recognise that. And I think obviously we started chatting um, early this year. And I think from when we first met, my big takeaway was, you know, I've met um, loads of influencers and bloggers you know over, over the time through through business and you need know, to watch them online and then when you actually meet them in real life they're not quite the person yeah. that you think that they're going to be but actually when I met you you were just again you were just you were just you yeah. you know and I mean that in the nicest possible way but you know but great personality just as boring as you just are as, life, just as just as dull frankly you just, <laughs> <laughs> just kind of made this whole living of you just being you and I, th- I guess yeah. the fact it spanned 10 years already it's clearly sustainable you know are, are your viewers still coming on the journey with you and people dropping off you are getting new subscribers all the time or is it's is it still the same consistent people you've had for, for 10 years you're kind of growing up together
1: yeah I love that question it's like I don't think I could put on some act or facade or character. I do. Because I've been, do- if I've been doing it <laughs> for 10 years. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, you'd slip up or you'd yeah, get you caught would. out yeah. in like a restaurant doing something. It was stupid you'd be being filmed mm. by somebody or do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I'm just, I filmed every day of my life for four and a half years. So I'm like, what you see is literally what I am in real life.
0: Um So I appreciate you saying that. No, that's, t- that's, that's, and I mean that as the nicest possible yeah. compliment because they always say, don't you as well, you know, oh, you should never meet people you look up to. You should never meet idols and stuff. And we've spent a lot of time through Virgin and with with Richard Branson and whatever, yeah. and and it, he's just, again, the nicest person. You know, what you actually think he's going to be like, he's even better. Yeah. But it's actually it's quite unusual. You know, we've met loads of other sort of um, famous people and celebrities, and you're a bit, like, sometimes a bit underwhelmed.
1: Yeah, definitely. And that's why I think the audience have watched for so long. Like, when you're talking about trying to gain a new audience or that, I'm um, – I'm never trying to and I've never tried to gain the biggest audience possible or have certain numbers or views or anything. For me, I'm like, this started out by just me making videos that I like mm-hmm. making. So it's got to carry on that way. As yeah. soon as I start going into like what works well or what doesn't work well yeah. or that, I no longer have a job that I love. So I'm like, no matter what, as long as I can pay the bills, yeah, I've got to just do what I love. Otherwise, I'm sitting here online telling everyone to like chase your dreams, get a job that you love do more of what makes you happy every day. Mm -hmm. And then I'm now making videos I don't enjoy making Yeah, just because they're doing well. So I'm like, but then that's not doing well anymore because I'm not enjoying it. So I'm like, I'm not fussed about the size of the audience or anything. I just make what I love making. And luckily, people have been following along for 10 years, which is crazy. And that just reaffirms yeah. the point.
0: You know, that just sums it up beautifully. Because yeah. that I don't know if you realise how rare that is. Because, mm. you know, from our perspective as well, you know, we sell a lot of supplements. But actually, you know, we don't set out to sell supplements. You know, we're building a brand and having fun. And people are kind of coming along for the journey. You know, very mm. much like, like they are with you. And I'm always going out and people saying, you know, well, why should I take supplements? And the first thing we say is, well, actually, you shouldn't. Yeah. You know, no one needs supplements. You know, can you get a perfect diet? Do you eat a perfect diet? Ninety-nine point nine percent of people say, "Well, no." Well, in that case, you need supplements. Well, there then. we go. Then yeah. you know. So, it, and I think it's just that refreshing honesty of just not trying to sell people something, and you're people not trying to sell people. yet. they do because it's because it's it's, Cause rare. it's the opposite. Yeah, thing. I know it is. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh! And, yeah, and I think, and you know, and that's that's where really you know, and, and this is where this podcast has come has come from in terms of making your mark and uh, disrupting and how you disrupt the competition. And yeah, if, if if you know, you and we and whatever can just disrupt the competition by just being us, brilliant. Because actually, it's it's easy to be you every day. <laughs> yeah. You know, in in that sense, you, know, you don't have to put as much thought into you know waking up and kind of being someone else um, every day. And you know, this is a, a, a massive responsibility for you you're influencing mm. millions and millions and millions of people so tremendous pressure especially you know when you're like late teenager and, and yeah. having this follower do you must you i guess you feel responsible for what you post and uh, you yeah. know is, is it you've got to obviously keep it relevant and authentic mm. but it's a tremendous sense of responsibility is there is the stuff you wouldn't post is the stuff you'd like to post but can't
1: it's a difficult one because I'm like, people say to me like Instagram or that, they're like, oh, but like, how and when do you post? What do you post? Because so many people are like seeing it or whatever. And I'm like, no, I, I try and treat my Instagram exactly the same as anybody else would treat their own personal Instagram. Yeah. Because again, that is why people started following because I just used it like anybody else would use it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So I try not to have like some like strategy or anything like this, but there are, I remember maybe probably about seven years ago, I tweeted a tweet and it was the first time that something ever happened where I was like, okay, shit, there's responsibility. Like there's weight on my shoulders now. For what I say, I've got to be careful. I've got, not be careful. I've just got to be aware. Okay. So what, what was and the tweet? I don't Did you know why it? I tweeted it. <laughs> I tweeted saying something along the lines of, I find girls with short hair attractive. And I didn't have like that many people following me on Twitter, but I remember the next day I got six tweets girls who cut their hair short and I was like shit okay now I've said that and someone's taken that and like actioned cutting their hair because of my tweet I just need to be aware yeah that's the thing in case I say something stupid one day was drunk or something and then people would take it I don't know do you know
0: what I mean yeah so incredible really and then what's it like to kind of then when was the first time you realized you'd actually got some kind of power um I mean, it's not like a superhero power. We'll come on to that in a bit. But is it, it must be quite, is, it, is that sunk in yet? The fact that you can just, you can just say, do stuff and people just go and do it. I wish people did that at work, when no. I told them to do stuff. <laughs> no one does it. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, just, uh, guys, if we can all actually try and sell some stuff you know. this month, <laughs> as opposed to fighting with Nerf guns and <laughs> farting around and all the other stuff we normally do. Um, yeah, that, that would be a yeah, welcome relief. It must feel bizarre to have that kind of influence over people. I never really think about it, and like you I just ju- get I just used don't to the take it.
1: about it. Like, there's been moments for sure where I'm like, again, it's like brought to my awareness, kind of thing that has happened. So I remember like my first ever book signing, 2013, brought out a book, and my book publishers were like, we had David Beckham here last week, kind of thing. It was mm-hmm. Waterstones Piccadilly in London. He had 700 people turn up, and like we had managed to handle we it all fine. And I was like, okay, can we do this ticketed though? And they were like no we can't do it. we want it we want as many people to to sell as many books as possible to come and i was like okay but i really think it should be ticketed and they wouldn't do it so then i'm like i mentioned in one video that it that it was happening that I was that i was going to be doing a book signing come down and literally just and i was filming every day at that point i mentioned it yeah. in one video like a couple of days before maybe like a week before and i remember i was in the i i was so unaware of what was about to happen. I didn't even, I was going to get the train to London to go to the book signing. And then Zoe had a photo shoot, my girlfriend had a photo shoot in London. And I was like, and she had a taxi book, just normal taxi. And I was like, oh, I'll just jump in there rather than get the train. So he's got in this normal taxi, no black tour windows, nothing. And I'm like, excuse me, do you mind just dropping me to Pig Dilly? Like Waterstones on the way and didn't tell him why or anything. And he's like, yeah, yeah, cool. And then whilst we're in the car and getting texts from my book publishers, like you need to tweet now telling people not to come. And I'm like, well, I'm not tweeting now. It hasn't even started yet. And they were like, it's really busy kind of thing you need to tweet. I arrive, (laughs) 15 police horse, three police helicopters, eight and a half thousand people. And they were there to see you? Eight eight and and a half half thousand people. Crowd control. Yeah. So then I turned up and it was just like the worst book signing possible. Like the car was ridiculous. Just got absolutely like.
0: Is that a bit scary?
1: Punched apart kind of thing. And like. Yeah, super scary because I'd, I'd, again, I'd never expected that. I didn't, I was so, didn't think about that happening. Like, they were like, we had David Beckham last week, he had 700 people, and we managed. So, but I, I, do you know what though? But it was like the least successful thing, is what I'm trying to say. It was counterproductive. I've I've managed to get inside. I met probably like, like, A hundred people probably before the police came in and was like the doors are gonna break you I have to get you out of here kind of thing. I got taken away to another part of London with like the police and everything. And then all these people that had come to the book sign, they didn't get to get those book signs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was like, Again, I have to be aware for a safety point of view,
0: yeah,
1: that's not good. Like that wasn't a successful, like, yeah, that was crazy. It's quite cool though, isn't it? Yeah, but it (laughs) was. It is
0: quite cool, admit it, it's quite cool. It was quite cool. cool.
1: (laughs) It's quite cool. It was cool, but it was so counterproductive and i just felt so sorry for people that had come from far and didn't even get the experience that they wanted
0: do you know two things with that i love the humility of the fact that you just kind of jump in and you sort of you don't expect success or expect things to go well which is really nice because i think nowadays people just expect everything to go viral yeah and then when it doesn't they're like well why not and you know people do really try and engineer this stuff so i love the fact again it's happened organically because i think you know that that's that's great testament um you know to yourself um, and I think also the fact that you really care about the fact, you know, your fans. Yeah, you people did, queuing up, didn't they didn't get, even get, didn't get to get, see yeah, me. didn't get to see. Yeah. I them. mean, did you get a kind of a negativity about them? Any complaints about that? I didn't or? get
1: negative or any complaints because um, I think people understood, like, they could probably Wasn't your see fault. me and see the video the next day of me being like... This is not what we planned. Like, this yeah. this did not go to plan. Do you know what I, I mean? I love the
0: fact Waterstone said, tweet and tell people not to not come. Because you know what's going to happen and then. Like, people who didn't know about it think, like, well, Phil, they're, they're missing out. Yeah. We're that kind of culture where we don't want to miss out on stuff. So yeah. more people turn up. So all, Like, every shop
1: in the local area is trying to sue me for loss of footfall for, like, oh. 15 grand each. And then we're having to, like, negotiate with them, being like, it's not my fault that there's loss of footfall. We tried to make it a ticketed event, and then... It all ended up fine and we just held a load more book signings. Yeah. All ticketed, all around as close as possible, time so you, wise, so that people could still come and meet me and get the book signed and that. So it all got like resolved as much as it could do. But again, it was just like a
0: reality check. I mean, from in terms of the type of content you post, and I know you sort of touched on this. Yeah. Um, is anything off limits at all? You've been really you've really let people into your life. Yeah. Um, How filtered is that? Be honest to me. You know, when the cameras stop, yeah, is it all genuine? Is you being you, or is the stuff? You know, are you glad when the cameras go off? You must be, because it must be like living in a goldfish bowl all the time with people looking at you.
1: But that that became when I was doing the everyday. That was my norm. Okay, so So you just used to like. I wasn't. It wasn't like I was filming or like I was like working or making a video or anything. It was like that was the norm that was what i do do you know what I mean like I'm sure now when you're like working out four or five times a oh, week oh thank you what you've noticed
0: yeah. <laughs> <So> <laughs> how much well, you work? once or twice <laughs> once or twice <laughs> <laughs> and you know for that on that note how important because I know you're really into your fitness which yeah. is like you know we sort of met in the first place yeah is that the same for you is that your bit of release do you feel a responsibility to kind of get that fitness message across to your followers you know yeah. how important is training and fitness to you I've always been interested. I've always just been like super active in
1: general. Like when I was younger, I did a lot of like competitive gymnastics and I've done every sport you can imagine for a team. I've just always been super active. Yeah, for me, being active is like, I try and describe it to people as like, oh, I've just realised
0: they're the same tables as in my parents' house. These are Okay, things. they probably are your parents. I'll it, happily sell them. Did you steal them, I, them and I, I, then I, sell I, them? I, yeah, you've, I've been rumbled. I was going to sell them back to them, but these cool. aren't £3. Only the first one's £3. I'll, yeah, I'll let, let them, them know. Yeah, they can let them No, What about yeah. delivery? Uh, yeah, delivery's extra, I'm afraid. Sorry. You can take one back with you. <laughs> take one at <laughs> a time. Take one at a time. I forgot what we were talking about. What now. was I saying? Fitness. Are you talking yeah. about fitness? So for me, <clears> it's
1: like, I always try and describe it to friends is it's so easy to be caught up in social media and online so much these days of always being on your phone. Like you go to a restaurant and you see a couple sat at the table or a group of friends and everyone's on their phone. And I'm like, this is shit. I was going to say, how do you feel about phones down and like live in the real world a bit more, a lot more than what we currently do. And for me working out, whether that's training in the gym, whether that's playing squash, whether that's going bouldering, like I love bouldering, Mm. like free climbing for me doing that. Is like not only time where I'm not on my phone or thinking about work or emails or social media or anything, Mm. but it's also time where, like, I'm just, if I'm not concentrating on what I'm doing then I fail. Yeah. Like I love snowboarding because if you're not thinking about
0: Good call. actually yeah. snowboarding, you fall over. You're off. Yeah, fair enough. So I, I, love I do flying for that things. reason. Although yeah. I, do, I do sometimes take selfies flying, which I shouldn't <laughs> do really. But no, I'm the same because yeah, you, you have to, it is still work. So I know it doesn't feel like work and you enjoy it, but it's still something that has to be done for X amount of hours a day, you know, yeah. with, with, you, with your content and stuff. So uh, yeah, completely agree. You just, you have to have something where you can, switch off because yeah. if you don't you just kind of go mad and i think for me I'm, I'm always really scared of getting complacent and uh almost falling out of love what i do it's one of my biggest fears mm. so i think anything i can do that keeps it fresh and active you know for me is is, is well worth doing so you know i yeah. do like shooting flying that sort of stuff yeah. just so again you've not got phones all the time how
1: strict your like work-life balance
0: my work-life balance is horrific so i i've never really got this figured out yeah. and it, and it's kind of i'm on this search for like work life balance i think because with this with this business so you know, it, it's different to guess for yourself because you're kind of more in the in the, the here and now and you can move around content wise mm. you know anywhere you like just in terms of being you because we kind of ultimately make and sell stuff and we work with big retailers and it has to go on shelf and there's lots of physical things that have to keep moving around you know we're probably having a moment in time where you know thank God, really, people are getting more health conscious, which is great. I don't see that changing, but people are kind of turning to our stuff over chocolate and crisps and other snacks, which I think is brilliant. And I hope that never goes away. But, you know, if it does go away in future and things change, I don't ever want to look back and think, do you know what? I had an opportunity there and I blew it and I blew it. Regret, man. So I, because I think, again, regret, one of my biggest fears. I don't think I've regretted anything I've done, but... I, I would definitely regret things I haven't done. So I don't know if that's the same, yeah, for you know, view. Sure. you. I'd hate to look back and go, oh, I really That's wish one I'd of my that. biggest
1: fears is being, like, 80. And I don't think, I mean, hopefully by 80, I literally wouldn't care as well of, like, regretting things I've done. But again, just the things you hadn't done.
0: Yeah, and it, it sounds... Things you
1: haven't tried or things like... Yeah,
0: it sounds... Um, it sounds. And we, we talk about this quite a lot in terms of the facts. That the fact, you know, at that point, we'll probably come on to the... The success question. Yeah. Do you consider yourself successful or what does success mean, do you think, to you? Because everyone's got a different answer on this. There's kind of no right yeah. or wrong answer. Because you clearly are successful. I think you're successful. But is that how you see it? For me, I reckon success is just straight, like...
1: I think my answer for it has changed a lot in the last two years because okay. I've worked a lot on my work-life balance, for sure. Okay, um, And I think for me just purely linked to like happiness okay yeah i'm the seen, same. health and I've happiness i've seen and met and i'm sure you have as well so many people that have more typically successful things than you can imagine yeah and they are losing more than you can imagine because they don't have time yeah and time is the time's the big one
0: yeah when once once it's gone it, it, it's gone yeah um and I think you know I I completely agree you know I think for me now success is kind of just being healthy and happy yeah and it's nice being financially stable and and whatever so that's fantastic and that does give you options but all it does really is give give you options yeah. I mean g- give an example of a, a, a friend of mine he was telling me a few weeks ago he just did um an enormous flotation for his business and it was in the billions and um casually uh, yeah casually yeah it, 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 incredible and uh He's just so ridiculously laid back and humble about it. It's really lovely. And and, and it's one of the reasons actually we're, we're friends. But, you know, he said in a way that when he did this with his business, he felt like he'd lost part of himself and he was actually quite depressed. And it's incredible how you can sort of take something, make it, sell it, and then lose something. He felt he lost part of himself. It's been replaced by... This inconceivable wealth yeah but it doesn't plug the gap of what yeah. he feels is, is you know is lost And that's
1: what I think the message <clears> of like success pushed by everybody whether it's the media people whoever is typically wealth yeah that. yeah yeah of course there is a certain level of living standard yeah, that yeah. comes over happiness of being able to survive and pay your bills of, and course. Everything. Yeah, of course yeah yeah yeah. but if that's achieved after that i feel like it's just pure happiness anything else a bonus anything yeah. else is just yeah
0: no that that's that's not and again that i don't understand patronizing but for someone of your age and what you've done and what you're doing that's such a nice response it really is because it's really unusual because you know, for a for a twenty six year old, you've just got such a mature, wise head on your shoulders. You've got all this responsibility. No, I'm glad. Yeah. I don't give many compliments on this show. The <laughs> team will back me up here. But that's actually, I'm really, I'm really blown away by that because yeah. that's genuinely really unusual. And this came across when we met you earlier in the year, and we thought, actually, I want to know more. And, mm. and genuinely, with us and and a lot of the guys that we work with, you you'll know, like Carl Locker yeah, and people yeah. like that. And we just want to surround ourselves with brilliant people who we really like who are just can just be them and we just share all these same values because it's actually it is it is it's quite unusual it really is and when you say that so now that's now that's absolutely fantastic
1: i think one Um, thing as well speaking to somebody the other day and be interesting to know your point of view on this somebody said to me the other day like what's the goal and i was like i don't think there is a goal because as soon as you open that door say i don't know the goal is to do i don't know whatever it is, sell X amount of grenade products this year, you open that. Now there's just another door. Yeah. Like there is no there is never gonna be I've achieved the end goal. I'm done. There yeah. is no done. There is no end goal. There is no achievement. It's just on to
0: the next thing and this is why yeah exactly because of you know life's about setting yourself little achievable targets and i think everyone should do that you know short medium and long term goals yeah Yeah, so i I, yeah i write everything down in my notes in my phone is like and and, and actually that's one thing i think in the end i think that's why i started a brand because a brand is never finished yeah so it always evolves and i genuinely want to build something really iconic So, you know, I can kind of dedicate my life to to building something um, like that. Because when I've done other things, you know, you set out to achieve them. You know, I I was in a plane crash years ago. So um, after we crashed it, and I wasn't flying at the time, but my friend was. And after you've crashed an aircraft into a potato field and walked away, the the day before Christmas Eve, this was. And then the front page of the headline was like, four Survived plane crash nightmare. I decided Uh, from that point I wanted to go and learn to fly a plane. So I did that. As you but, do, as you do, um, but then the um, but then you know I I did my exams and I, and I passed in the minimum amount of time that was allowable, which was forty five hours at the time. Did you? I f- yeah, I flew solo at like five hours, which is unheard of. So I've got. Someone I had said to me the
1: other day about forty five hours, and I was like, hmm.
0: I flew like solo. Five, I was yeah. like, no, I, I, but you I, flew solo at what? I flew solo about five hours, I think it was about five and a half hours, which is unheard no. of for someone who hadn't. But but again, I think I was kind of And fairly after crash, being in a plane crash. But I think you see that that gave me that what's the chance I don't going to attempt fate now. I've said this actually multiple times on podcasts that I probably will end up dying in a plane crash. Wood. Touch, wood. Touch, wood. touch touch your parents' yeah. furniture. <laughs> um, but the uh, what's the chances of being in two? To so actually be in a plane crash, you'd have to fly every day for 20,000 years, statistically, to stand a chance of actually being in Ready a plane yeah. crash. It's incredibly rare. To be, to be in is like, really? Yeah. You know, it's kind of in the billions. But so you've ticked it off now. Well, it's uh, been done. So no, but actually what happened was, with the goal setting, I I've decided I'd go and learn to fly, so I did, and I didn't really think about what would happen beyond that. So I passed my test, and it was like, oh, goal ticked. But then I hadn't really got a plan for radiation of flying beyond passing my pilot's licence. Yeah. So then I just... I didn't fly then for 18 years. Um, then did you have to do it again? Uh, yes. How do you cope with going places and people recognise you and know who you are? Because I guess it's nice to a point, but it must be a real... must be a real hindrance.
1: I mean, it's kind of all I've known in terms of... Because I've been doing it for so long and... and I get quite, you've not, you don't know differently. Young, yeah. yeah, OK. But... I think I'm super fortunate because I am very much myself online and everything. Everyone that stops and says hello and stuff like that in the streets, number one, literally knows me because they know everything about yeah, me from my yeah, videos. Yeah, 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 and it's all They know such... more about you than you. Like, honestly do. Like people will be like, oh, yeah, your haircut looks really good. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I did get my haircut yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, I forgot about that. <laughs> do you know what I mean? <laughs> but everyone's just so positive. Yeah. So nice. it's I think I'm very
0: fortunate. Where every interaction is just really, really nice. But that—that's coming from you because that's because you're exuding positivity. Yeah. If you exuded negativity, you'd find that you get lots of negative yeah, stuff back. Because sure. one definitely breeds the other. Definitely, without without Because I'm a massive believer, and you do reap what you sow. Um, so, what, what's the scariest thing then? Going back to the fan piece. So, what's the yeah. scariest thing that a fan has ever uh, has ever has ever done?
1: The scariest thing. That's
0: genuinely left no, just, That must have been quite. I have, have no idea about a Scary thing. Can I give what happened to me? This wasn't yeah, a thing. Yeah. This was someone that actually applied for a job, and they they came into. And this was about three years ago, four years ago. So Grenade was nowhere near as well known then. And this guy had done all of his homework about me, and 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 presented me a presentation about myself. And I just found it was the weirdest thing. And I Aww. couldn't I couldn't wait. I couldn't wait to get out. I was like, this is really weird. But he and probably was, he was sitting there thinking he had, like, ticked every box. I don't know why I thought that would be a good idea to get a job yeah. at the night. To kind of, like, tell me, you know, where I lived. No. Um, no oh, no. yeah, 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 yeah. So I had... To, uh, there weren't any photos so of me really good at, at night. research. And then he tells you, tell us, this <laughs> yeah, morning you look, had this for breakfast. Yeah. I was... He didn't get the job. Um, but he... I, I mean, he wasn't probably sitting outside in a bush with like night vision goggles and a telephoto lens, but I kind of felt like he might have yeah. been. But have you, have any fans ever kind of followed you or stalked you? Have you ever had any threats or anything? Or you'll probably get some after this.
1: I mean, we've had like we've had to like move house multiple times because of it and stuff because of so many people being outside and things.
0: But how long does it take before they realise you've moved? And then when you moved, you put it on your socials you no, go no. I'm moving house no, you like don't know where just, I am it's just
1: the press isn't it so like when we moved into our previous house it was like every newspaper put it like front page of the newspaper like picture of the house and everything like that and then obviously we our legal team send in letters like my, yeah. my lawyers were all sending in like you can't do that that's actually illegal to put that much information out about where okay. somebody lives it's like it's not safe and they're like super apologetic but it's gone to print like yeah, what's it's done yeah, done. Yeah, yeah, it's great so apologizing can, after the fact. Yeah, so, they're not gonna so retract like, it. yeah, uh, you can sue them if you want, but what's me suing them gonna do? Yeah, give like them more papers. Yeah, like it just yeah. makes no difference. So, what's done is done. Um, so there's things like that. That's definitely, um, I'm not keen on people ever coming to the house. Yeah, um, that's one thing, but in terms of like weird experiences, I find it hard to like think because it's just been so long. I'm sure when I've been on like. Some will come to you later. They'll be like, oh, yeah, Touring there was that. There was, stuff. Yeah, there, there must was... be times when I was like, yeah, must be times when I'm bored and strange things have happened for sure. Okay, think about it. You might, I'll, so, I'll carry so, on so, thinking so, whilst some, we're so, chatting. Something
0: might come to you. So we've been sent in, we've set, been sent some questions as well. So I want to yeah. try and get some of these. So right, this is, is actually to both of us. Okay, so if we couldn't do what we do now and could do any other mainstream job, what would it be? Right, Ooh. so now clearly I'd be some kind of model. Even model. Yeah, for airfix. But I'd probably, I would have been a porn star, but I'll be honest, I'm not really gifted enough. <laughs> would have been um, a porn It's never too late, man. It's never well, too late to yeah, switch yeah, things up. Yeah, you never know. Um, I think, joking aside, I think I probably, I would have either ended up probably in the army, which would yeah. be a terrible idea because I don't like being told what to do. Not flying? Yeah. Yeah, or I think probably been a pilot. I think I probably would have been a pilot, definitely. Yeah. Um, so I'd have probably, yeah, done some, done something but surely like that. I'd be... be dead by now. Sure. <laughs> surely some kind of... I'd probably be in prison, I think. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be a full-time prisoner. Is that a job? <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Surely you'd be some kind of like...
1: I feel like you can't get to the position you're in now without just having unbelievable communication skills. Like, I find so many people that are in... Very strong, like positions in terms of business, like yourself, are very, very good at like I, I, conversation. Yeah, I think so. And surely I think... it'd be some kind of like imagine you like not saying this, but like yeah. selling retail. See, i like, like, Thanks for the endorsement.
0: No, but, but you'd be <laughs> so McDonald's. good. At, do you know what I mean? At, like walking yeah, in,
1: making making people feel comfortable, showing somebody around, like a ten million pound house, and like. So I'd be an estate agent. It. You're digging yourself a massive
0: hole here. <laughs> I mean, yeah, no, been I'd, so. be I'd be an amazing estate agent. And when I worked in a gym, I actually, I learned that personality goes a long way. And even just little things. So when, um, and I think definitely what I lack in intelligence and ability and whatever, I can probably try and make up for it in looks. <laughs> uh, I can probably try and make up for it in other ways. And I think, you know, just being nice to people and communicating with people uh, I think you know working in a gym. So bearing in mind, I was on less than minimum wage, so I used to yeah. work for like under seventy quid a week, which was so yeah under two pounds an hour. But I loved it, and it's back to that learning piece where you know financially it didn't pay off, but I learnt loads and I learnt more than I could have learnt by actually going to university because I learnt a lot about people. Yeah. And like you said, you're you're genius at communicating with people, and actually digitally, which is a, a, another yeah. skill I I can't you know I can't do that. You can do it on and offline, which again is super rare. You know I think. But the, um, for instance, all the people that trained at this gym, I know everyone's first name. Yeah. And it sounds easy, but I'm quite good at remembering names. And you've got to want to do that as well. Yeah, and, and I think when, when someone comes in, you know, and we had all sorts of people coming in there, you know, and people have had good and bad days. And and I think learning to read people, so when they'd kind of come in, I just think, I wonder if they've had a good day or a bad day. And you can tell straight away looking at someone. And then you go, oh, hi, so-and-so, you know, how are you? And I think it means a lot that someone actually, you know, knows, so much. knows their name. So much. And I think, yeah, if you can kind of do that on a bigger level, it's like you care about your consumers. Genuinely yeah, I genuinely care about, yeah. you know, ours. So I think if you care about people as well and you can do it kind of en masse, I think, again, that's a, a you know, that's a, a brilliant skill um so I think yeah that that personality goes goes a long way definitely you've still not said what you do what you'd have ended up doing well I do I mean at college I was like set towards doing some kind of
1: like eco biology chemistry kind of thing that's okay. what I that's what I wanted to do but I don't think I would have done that I think I would have always worked for myself I yeah don't know okay. what it'd be but I feel like I, I've, I was always from day one like I remember when I was younger like Drawing on little A4 pieces of paper, and I'm rubbish at drawing. Like folding it in half and going out into the street and like putting up a little table outside my parents' house and like selling birthday cards, supposedly. Yeah. And like just trying to make. Or oh, I had like a paper round, and then I'd either pay friends or ask my mom or my <laughs> dad. Like my dad just loves going for morning walks, so I'd be like, "Surely you just walk my paper round route and do it for me," and then I oh, still get the money. Like so, brilliant. That's something like I, I was always gonna work for myself uh, but I'm trying to think what would it actually be realistic I
0: think you've answered it I think again you'd have been some kind of I mean you're obviously an entrepreneur but you were always going to be an entrepreneur um, should teenagers next question should teenagers have social media got really careful with this Whoa. one because of your, your fan base oh. and if you told so them actually so if you told them to all unfollow you would they
1: bloody hell imagine yeah we should try that As I do should I've actively said in videos before like I've always said like Whenever I was filming my life, like videos of my life every single day, I was like, "Just remind everyone you're only seeing twenty minutes, roughly, of a twenty four hour day. Like you're not seeing the full picture." Yeah. Um, so I always reminded people that, but also I always said, like, "Please feel free to not watch my videos and spend more time offline." Like when I said earlier about people should be off their off their phones more and put down social media and do things that take their mind off of it. I'm actively guiding people to not do what my job is. As in, in terms of, like, interact with me on social media, of, like, if that means you having a more enjoyable life being off of social media more, but then you're seeing less of people that you follow, whatever, like, that is worth it. Do you know what I mean? Well,
0: well, now, now, I think it might have been you that told me this, actually. Apologies if it wasn't. But I think someone told me recently that one of the most sought-after jobs, the most popular mm, jobs... Yeah, that was me. Yeah, it was, yeah, I thought so. So, yeah, if you, so if you ask... The teenagers nowadays, job. the number one job they want to be is a is a, a blogger influencer. Yeah. I guess, is which that, is bloody scary. It is a bit scary. Yeah,
1: because well, technically, I think that technically it was like something like in schools and colleges. The number one view from the careers advisor was to be a YouTuber. Like the number one most requested like thing that they wanted to be was to be a YouTuber.
0: But What I th- do you think that is? Is it famed? Do they think it's because it's well paid? Do they think it's because they can get paid for doing what they love? And I think it's they think it's easy
1: again, because you're only seeing that one part of it, you're not seeing the full picture of what actually is going on. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. So you're yeah, seeing yeah. like super fun video. Yeah. And don't get me wrong, very, very fun to make and everything. And I love my job. Yeah. But people often don't see the full picture. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like imagine somebody seeing like one of your new bars be being like, yo, this tastes great. And you're like, yeah, you didn't see the three years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of it like, went into making, failing it. to make it yeah. again and again yeah. and again. And it gradually got to where it is. Yeah. You're just seeing the finished product and
0: you're like, yeah, this is amazing. And all this as well in business and stuff, it's stressful. You know, so yeah. again, I, I know I can only imagine what it's like to be you in terms of, you know, you've got to be in all these different places at different times. Mm. Everyone kind of wants a bit of a, a a piece out of you because you put your life online. Mm. Everyone feels like they've got access to you all the time. So it's kind of pretty relentless. And I think, I guess in some respects, it can probably, and I, I mean, I feel like this. Sometimes with business, you start to feel a bit like a, a carcass just being pecked at by vultures. So, but just, 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 just and because when yeah. you're surrounded by you know lawyers, we, we've done yeah. two big you know private equity deals, yeah. and you know when you're on the phone, see the lawyers are ringing you at two o'clock in the morning, three o'clock in the morning, yeah. and you know, and and um, you know, before our last deal, uh, the you know the lawyers didn't leave their office for a week. They slept in their office, and no. we went up and slept with them in the office. And you just think, but. You know, it's pretty miserable <laughs> and they're just living on kind of takeaway food and stuff and they just, you know, they have to have access to you 24-7, you know, because someone's going to come in and, you know, in, in, in our case, you know, they paid tens of millions of pounds for the business and what we built and that business is an extension of me. So, you know, they're buying a bit of you, yeah, and, you and, you know, know everything. And, and there's a lot of really, really invasive sort of due, due diligence they have to go through because if they're going to invest millions of pounds in someone you know they they need to know yeah. well, what are you going to do with it you Definitely. know what, what they need to know everything about you and they they and it, yeah it is it is kind of pretty horrible and you do feel like you've kind of sold a bit of yourself which I think is where that came from with a friend and, you know and his business um, but it's um, yeah okay no uh, int- interesting stuff um, I mean do, do you ever take any escape from social media do you ever have like a week off or anything or would you have a week off
1: I definitely would, but I'm saying easier I would, said but I done. haven't. Yeah. yeah do you okay, know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, I'm, I'm saying, and saying I would, but then the other question is, have I? No. Okay. So I guess it's hard again because it's like, I love being on social media, but yep. I, over the last year, I've, I've been very, very aware of how much time. So like, I don't have any social media on my personal phone i have a work phone and a personal phone okay yeah, yeah yeah. and on my work phone i've got my social medias on the last i've got so many apps and i've got it on the last page okay so if i'm ever going to go on social media i'm very aware i'm doing it you've got to go it's and look so easy it. to like yeah you go on instagram yeah, yeah. you then like click off of it and then 10 seconds later you're back on yeah. it and i'm like how am i back on i just clicked off
0: it's like you don't even realise you're doing it. Well, do you know what I've started to get now, actually? I and mean, we've, we've figured out the, the, the reason for this. I thought it was training. I've been getting sort of tennis elbow in, in both elbows. And um, I've seen a couple of specialists about it. And um someone actually hit the nail on the head what it is and it, it, it's no way. yeah it's spending too much time on the phone. It's emailing and stuff. So Seriously. I live living on phones and tablets. And it's that so it's actually a problem with my, my thumbs, not my because of course it, it it's referring yeah, up yeah, into my elbows. Everything. And I think that's probably something that I say to you, for you to look out for. And I think the next generation, um uh, uh, certainly are gonna have issues yeah, with especially uh, their neck with, as well yeah, I think I look, looking, yeah down, looking down like, that's already starting to happen yeah. necks and backs looking down people now probably where people have spent more time driving they're probably spending less time driving yeah but certainly more time looking down at devices and yeah we're gonna have a whole raft of health issues I think where people are just constantly tapping away into the phones and just yeah what one, one to look out for. But technically
1: um, going back to the where um should teenagers have social media technically I think I can't remember what What age is for which platforms? But I think it is thirteen plus for most platforms to have
0: an account. What about TikTok? Because I think that tends to be younger. And are you doing anything on? on I'm not doing anything on TikTok.
1: I love watching it, but I don't think it's. I don't think it's a place.
0: I don't know. I don't. I don't create anything on there at the moment. Was isn't it weird with different platforms how? Um, so my thing's LinkedIn so I'm on Instagram but Facebook yeah, yeah. just kind of friends and family I do tiny bits on Instagram but to be honest I don't it doesn't really occur to me sounds stupid to take pictures of things I'm doing because I'm not quite that generation so I'll do something probably really cool and I have to think oh actually I didn't oh, get a I picture have, of that yeah. <laughs> uh, whereas everyone no, else is cool kind of taking pictures so of everything so these days are yeah. doing it for the picture not to enjoy it yeah yeah yeah, yeah no they exactly they're not enjoying it like, at the time yeah oh yeah, yeah. do you
1: want to go do this fun thing and they're like yeah, of course I'm going to get a bang on Instagram of that yeah I'll do yeah. that yeah and then they're there trying to get the picture
0: rather than actually enjoying Enjoying the, the event, yeah. So I, I do try and tend to enjoy myself there and I think about it afterwards. But yeah, LinkedIn's kind of my thing. So um, LinkedIn's a good one. I like yeah, LinkedIn. I don't so- use it enough. But I do you like definitely that. do more with it. as the business and, and what have developed. And again, the algorithms are quite favourable, I think, for LinkedIn at the moment as yeah. well. So they're not restricting stuff. And I've had, I mean, one of the reasons, obviously, I'm, I'm incredibly interesting, as you know, but I've I've had posts go out and I've done like, even I've reached a million yeah. views on LinkedIn. Um, so, yeah, God knows what you could do on there. Um, but going back to the, 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 the celebrity, um, uh, going back to, you know, having time off, Social media and stuff as well. Would you ever do anything like I'm a Celebrity? Because this week, now we've known this for a while that James mm. Haskell, one of our team, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he, we knew he was going into I'm a Celebrity, and it's just leaked actually uh, this this week um, the fact he's going in. Would you ever do that? And that would give you a few weeks off social media. Kind of be bad when you came out.
1: I would. They must do, have asked you. Have they I asked wouldn't you? do that. I've been I've been asked to like apply. I like I don't think okay. you can get offered straight in. I think it's be like, yeah. hey, do you want to apply, kind of thing. I don't think I'd do I'm a Celebrity. Really? Why not? I just don't think I would. I don't know. Oh, you'd be great at I've that. I've been you asked should... for a lot of the others, and there are a couple that weren't right time-wise, and especially when I was filming every day. I yeah, do yeah, stuff yeah, of like course. that. But there's, there's definitely shows that I've... I've done quite a few shows, like Release the Hounds. Okay. Sick. I've done that. I've done, like, Crystal Maze and stuff, both for charity. Okay. Um,
0: What's your favourite charity of interest? Oh, my favourite charity.
1: So... One thing that I don't speak about much online that myself and my girlfriend, we have like a overarching business that looks after the different companies that we own. And we did an agreement a while ago with a business advisor who got on board and he said, I will only get on board if you give a certain percent of your revenue, so not profit revenue to charity every year, for every business you own forever. And the same with my girlfriend. And that was the only thing he would get involved in. If not, he won't jump on board. Okay. And we're like, okay, let's do it. The money we give away, I don't see it as mine. And also it's nice for everybody in the team of like when we're working on things, people are aware of where that's going. So like we have this pot of money now that is super steady and we just spend it doing different things. So like we've just opened up, um, we just opened up a space like a cafe for lgbtq plus people in brighton mm-hmm. that's specifically designed for people to like come out to friends and family or have tricky okay. conversations about that kind of thing and those topics which is really nice so there's like a physical cafe that's been opened for them we've mm-hmm. helped fund we've basically got the venue for them for i think it was six months or maybe a year okay and then also things like just so many different random things um we opened a charity every uh, we opened there's a cafe that doesn't open on mondays so we paid all the staff and for all the food and all the drinks and cakes and everything like that so it opens every monday for 12 weeks just to feed the local local homeless people so anyone can go along and get free food and drink and stuff like that yeah okay or um we bought two computers that you can control with your eyes for a under 18 hospice so that the people who are used and benefit from the hospice can game and use computers and stuff like that but they don't have access to be able to move their body yeah okay So they can still get involved or like two tumble dryers for a local homeless charity
0: recently that yeah, were just I like don't... we just need tumble dryers and i'm like cool we'll buy you two. like with the with, from the money oh that's so, awesome so with... do you know what and again that that for me though, that that probably, probably is the definition of success where you're yeah. in a position where you can actually help people just less fortunate, yeah. Which is which is brilliant, really. Yeah. Um, because that's something you know we've we've always tried to do with grenades. So we we've all supported a lot of military charities, and again, we've got some random stuff like Save the Rhino and whatever. Yeah. As well, Just because I got involved in that through uh, Richard in, in South Africa, um, and and again, it's the it's just the best thing ever. Yeah. To to be able to do something that actually makes, makes a, a difference. It, like I oh, went uh, went into my my office
1: the other day and I sat on my desk and there was like a little mug that was like hand painted And I was like what is this on my desk and then I read the letter and it was basically there was a I did like a pop-up shot for a clothing brand that I have and a young boy came along and um, he's got uh, he's disabled and he came with his carer And then we found out by one of our team looking at his carer's Instagram that they were fundraising for this. They basically wanted to throw like a theme park kind of thing, like a party for a lot of um, teenagers and children who have got disability in celebration of his birthday. So he was having a birthday party, but it was all like customized teacups and all the rides were customized for like disabled people with disability. So like wheelchairs can get involved and stuff like that. And we're like, this is amazing. So we just paid for the party kind of thing. we, we, matched everything so that everything could happen and all the rides and that. And then I come into the office and there's just like a hand, he's like hand painted me this little mug to say thank you. And like pictures of his party and all the customized built rides for like the different children and stuff. And it was sick. No, so that's cool. nice,
0: unbelievable. No, that's super. Yeah. And you just very. And we actually haven't touched on this, I know we're running out of time. But you, um, you've mentioned as well your clothing brand, so future, mm, future sales. So, yeah. so what's the plans now for, for this? Because it's not like you haven't got other things to do. Because you're pretty yeah. busy. So, what? Why the clothing brand? And why now? And what's the, what's the aspirations for that?
1: So the clothing brand was very much like the audience that watch me is such a tight knit community, and I just and I've always trying to push people to work on themselves. Small changes every day add up to a massive change in the future. Mm-hmm. I always see it as like if you're in a ship and you change your your path by one degree, give it a day or so, you're not really that far. You're not really that much in a different place. If you sailed in that direction for six months, you're now in yeah. a completely different location to where you were originally. It's like to my go. flying. It's like you're flying, <laughs> literally like that. Hopefully, not into a change. it's though. fine. And um, so I'm like, yeah. So whether that's working out and just doing like a couple of sessions a week isn't going to be a big difference in a month or so but give it two years and it's going to be massive massive difference whether that's eating healthier whether that's just meditation whether that's literally reaching out to friends and proper catching up and asking how they are and spending more time every week it doesn't have to be like a big task but it's just reminding yourself to work on yourself Mm -hmm. whatever that may be for you whether it's reading more books yeah there's so many things in life we're all so busy we're always going to be so busy that it's hard to remember to just take some time and be like i've been saying for so long that i really want to read more how can i actually implement that in my life realistically and start doing it so future self is just very much just the meaning of like small changes regularly will have a massive difference long term and just like and community I love it. that. Brilliant.
0: Absolutely love it. And then we've got we've got I've got one last question for yeah. you because yeah, this is a uh, yeah. So yeah, Jenny's the uh, purveyor of random questions. Oh, uh, right. yeah. here we go. And, and, so um, no, we, we we've got one we normally ask, which I'm not going to ask you. We, we 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 normally ask. Is that the people, one that you were discussing a minute ago that was off? No, camera? no, no, no. There's, no, there's, there's, <laughs> there's nothing about that. First, we've been asking people rather randomly actually, and I'm not, I'm not asking you this, but if you'd rather fight a horse-sized duck. <laughs> Or 100 duck-sized horses. I'm not going to ask you that, because that's getting increasingly weird. And we've, and to be fair, we all agree that we'd rather fight a, a giant duck, basically. I just um, want a giant ins- duck in general. <laughs> <And laughs> you can't have pet. one. You can have one if you want one. You we'll try, one. We'll get you a Man, giant surely duck. Surely we'll you've get you got a one giant, somewhere in this get, house. Get, get you a giant duck. Um, yeah, the only person in the world that thinks you want to fight 100, basically, tiny horses is Jenny, and obviously she's wrong. Um, <laughs> but, uh, <clears> yeah, uh, we'd like to know, so would you rather be... An unknown superhero yeah. or a famous villain. Oh. I think I'm already there. I think I'd rather superhero. be a famous villain. I think unknown. I knew mean, you'd say that. Yeah, I think, I think unknown superhero.
1: Just and, uh, superpowers would just be sick, wouldn't yeah. yeah.
0: Well, what would your superpower be? Like just imagine. You've already got the ability I was to influence. Like imagine you've got being able one. to fly. You literally yeah, you like, fly a plane you like, and you've got a plane. You like Magneto off the X-Men, but kind of cooler. Because <laughs> you you you've got the ability to like influence millions of people. That's a superpower. <laughs> I've got the ability to make chocolate. Yeah, but you can fly. <laughs> I can fly. Yeah, but I need a machine to do it. But you so can not, still do so, it. Yeah, I can't. St- yeah.
1: Do you think you will ever have like a? Uh, yeah.
0: Oh no, you're going to say jetpack? Oh yeah. Yeah. I look all the time. Look all the time. I'm just like, waiting. Do you think
1: you'll be ever ever be able to go to a meeting in London and like efficiently? Do you have to get to the meeting? You don't have yeah. to land on the top of the building. You yeah, don't have I to do. have a helicopter in, in my head. Do yes. you think at some point in your life you'll yeah, have something where you can yeah. like, like just a drone that you're sitting in?
0: Yeah. So there's there's a, there's a German company I'm looking at at the minute that make um, sort of one, a volocopter called, and they make kind of one-man electric helicopters, like a giant drone. So um, uh, yeah, I'm I'm following those guys quite quite closely, but they're only going to go probably 100. I'm coming around here when you've yeah, got that. Yeah, um, yeah, you've, yeah. You yeah, see, you see. Yeah, so, oh, so Alfie's Alf seen the workings of my helicopter landing pad at home, which is just a hole in the ground at the minute, but we're getting there. Um, but yeah, I'm going backwards and forwards with the guys from um, uh, Gravity as well. Who yeah, they did like I've the, the jetpacks. Yeah, Richard yeah. Browning yeah, did the jetpacks. So
1: um, did they actually sell one? Because I thought there's one for sale in London. I saw, I don't know if it was real not. it was like a quarter of a million yeah, pounds I in Selfridges c- or something like I that, or Harrods. I
0: think you can buy his old prototypes. I think that, um, yeah, and, and I, the, the problem is with this as well, I guess, is you're going to need to be a pilot to be able to do it, which probably isn't a bad thing. Um, and, and it's going to be incredibly difficult to teach people how to do it. But I I think we'll get there with the advances in technology and that. Because and, I think now the roads are that... Congested, and I love driving. Yeah. But the roads are that congested, and that's why you know I try and fly a lot where I can. Uh, I think if we can kind of do something with the next five hundred feet, you know, above above the earth, and kind of use that effectively without smacking into buildings and stuff. Well, um, like
1: Elon going underneath.
0: Yeah, the the problem is though. Any you're going under stuff and tunneling through stuff it's it's you know it's like hs2 it's they've been talking about it for decades yeah. and it might get built it might never get built but it kind of still feels potentially too slow i like uh, branson's idea of hyperloop and whatever where they um yeah it's like a magnetized track and they yeah. can yeah and it goes like a thousand miles an hour whatever it does yeah. um but yeah i just you know going back to the super here a bit i just love the idea of basically putting on my kind of jetpack. You'd like that. You'll get one. You'll get one. You'll get, you'll get, there'll be sponsors all over it. You'll get sponsored. Um, And uh, yeah, just kind of taking off and going flying. You'd only be able to fly for about 20 minutes because obviously you run out of fuel. So it's, you won't be able to get anywhere that a good walk probably wouldn't get you there um, as well. But uh, imagine the fun. Oh, that'd awesome. that would be awesome. That would be awesome. And then you can actually be um, a, a superhero. Not that you aren't already. Alfie, it's been an absolute pleasure. Thanks so much for coming. I've really enjoyed uh, talking to It's always a pleasure. And uh, wish you all the best with future self. And Thank keep you. keep killing it. And anything we can do to, to help you, you know where we are. Awesome. Appreciate Thanks, it. Buddy. Thanks, buddy. Cheers. So much. Thanks a lot. So thanks for listening today, guys. That was me, Alan Barrett, with Paul The Pin. And today we've had the legend that is Alfie Days. Thoroughly interesting as always. If you want more business, brand, banter, a little bit of bollocks thrown in, then make sure you subscribe to Paul The Pin.